0: Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to Tag Team, the Pokemon trading card games premier podcasting duo. My name is Riley Holbert, joined as always by my good, good friend, Mister J.W. Crewall. J.W., how's it going today?
1: In the house, I'm doing okay. I'm feeling good because I did a lot of chores today, yeah. so I like feel like I like accomplished my, you know, husbandly duty. And then <laughs> at the same time, I feel like I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Because I feel that man. I just there's some I, I had to work a little later today because I had to go to an eye appointment and
0: how are the eyes and then doing? It just the, the eyes, eyes
1: are okay the eyes are okay so I have historically bad eyes just like from my family
0: historically like like monumentally (laughs) notably historically bad (laughs) yeah not not
1: not of all like like not of of people in the history books (laughs) yeah not in the history books but like amongst everyone that i've met i think i have the worst eyes oh yeah and then the the doctor that i was that i was working with she like actually like kind of made fun of me for it which it was fine like it was chill we had a good rapport (laughs) going but it was pretty funny and then she looked at my eyes and she said everything looks good but because my eyes are so bad she's like yeah you definitely have a risk of retinal tears and i don't know there's some like c word cataracts cataracts yeah there you go that that could happen to me so
0: i'm in the same boat yeah really you have bad eyes oh yeah really bad
1: like Coke bottle glasses or?
0: <laughs> yeah, literally. I, I have to wear a Coke bottle. Of <laughs> it's tough because I don't drink soda. So.
1: Yeah, so where do you get the replacements? I, I hear you, man. I, I know. That's I I I
0: have to. I always keep a bottle of Coke on me. And I go to the nearest person and say, hey, can you drink this? I need them for my glasses. And it's just the whole thing.
1: I, I had imagined that would be pretty tough.
0: It's tough, man. It's so fun. how are you, Riley? I'm doing well, man. i I'm a little salty today. I'm not going to lie. I'm a salty oh, yeah. sailor today. Yeah, because people aren't doing what they need to do at work. <laughs> you hate to see so, it. So I had to be the bad cop today a little bit. A little bit of bad cop action.
1: Okay. So did you fire anybody? <laughs> not
0: today. <laughs> Maybe okay. one day. I, I mean,
1: I don't know. That That sounds pretty bad cop to me.
0: No, but it was like I was on this call and... I mean, this is like, I'll try and not keep it technical, but basically someone who had a very specific role did not realize what that role meant and did not do any of the tasks associated with it. Mm. Uh, So I basically had to, I say yell, but it was more just like very angrily talking to a group of people, like forcing them to do stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Like, y'all need to do your jobs. Like
1: That's, that's like, she didn't or they didn't understand the assignment or
0: I think so. They okay. rolled on a little late and I guess okay. they didn't understand, but the way they said it was just like mind boggling to me. Mind boggling. Can you recreate? No. I mean, basically. So I'll try and frame it like Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like you showed up to a regional, And, you know, they ask for your deck list and you're like, oh, I didn't realize I was supposed to prepare a deck for this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It would be one thing if you're like, but like you had signed up, like you had gone through the
0: paperwork.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's bad. That is bad. I empathize with you, my friend.
0: So, yeah. And I had like multiple instances of that throughout the day where people just like weren't doing their stuff. (laughs)
1: gosh that's so ridiculous
0: <laughs> yeah but it's been a okay week i i started a game night like a board game night okay and that's been fun that yeah. Yeah, is really fun yeah. do you love me a good board game i do too i do too
1: so very cool what'd you guys play
0: um yesterday we played love letter Catan, and ticket to ride classics um, and then next week i'm going to introduce people to bunny kingdom and quacks of quedlinburg okay I don't know if you've ever I, played Quacks.
1: I've never played Bunny Kingdom.
0: Oh, really? I feel like that's kind of big in our circle.
1: I know. They just never include me.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we got a lot to talk about today. Get away from those board games, everybody. Yeah, it's we about the got card
0: games. Pokemon
1: <laughs> cards that's to right. talk about. There is a big set that is just around the corner. We have pre-releases coming up in at least the United States here this upcoming weekend is still
0: this weekend i thought they were delayed i know they're delayed other places okay
1: okay maybe they are delayed here as well okay i I do need to get my facts straight i know for a fact that they are delayed in a little fact checking i know that they are delayed in other countries anyway we have right around the corner fusion strike um coming up so you know we should expect to see more information you know obviously the closer we get to it, there's gonna be um you know more cards just being leaked, there's gonna be more influencers getting products, and uh you know, more about the set to be known. What we do know is that it's projected to be a very large set. There's potentially around 250 to 280 cards. Um, so it's a it's a big one, and it could have some very big implications on the metagame. So Riley, when you're initially looking over these sets, we've talked about this a little bit before, but when you're kind of going in your head about sorting through the cards and going, this is good, this is bad, this is good, this is bad, what are you looking for?
0: Um, I think it's tough to, like, necessarily say that outright. I mean, I could say, when I'm looking at Pokemon, I'm looking for, like, efficiency in terms of output, right? So efficient attacks like low cost attacks that do a lot of damage or you know the right numbers not necessarily like high damage but they you know can cleanly two hit ko for example with a v max uh, for ideally two energy uh, is like something that you would look for and has good type coverage Uh, in terms of trainers i think honestly i think there's been so many trainers in the pokemon card game that many of them tend to harken back on each other right (laughs) so you know looking for things like like gusts or disruption uh, when it comes to trainers are typically, like, good signs. Um, And then across the board, I I think really just, like, efficiency is the name of the game. Uh, As well as just, like, any Pokemon with an ability is something that I'll always read. Uh, Right. Because, you know, sometimes that ability is this Pokemon takes, like, 10 less damage from attacks, and other times (laughs) there's some crazy stuff hidden behind the ability text. And and Fusion Strike has things that kind of fit into all of those categories of cards, I would say. Yep,
1: for sure. For sure. So let's talk about some of the standout Pokemon. I think we would be remiss, obviously. I mean, one of the uh, archetypes, I would say, that the entire set is built around is our Fusion Strike Mew V and V Max. So talk to us a little bit about the mu v and v max obviously the v max having a cross fusion strike attack choose one of your benched fusion strike pokemon's attacks and use it as this attack it's probably the you know really the only reason why you would try to play the v max but also has a second (laughs) attack uh, max miracle that is essentially a shred style effect uh, that can go through you know any effects on your opponent's active Pokemon and does 130 damage. So talk to us a little bit about the Mew VMAX, whether or not you are high on the card as uh, a competitive archetype and why or why not.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think the Mew VMAX deck is definitely a, a solid one. It is The backbone of it is really the Genesect V, actually. Uh, so the Genesect V has two things really going for it. First, it has the um, ability where you can draw up until the amount of fusion strike Pokemon that you have in play. Uh, so, you know, with a couple of Genesecs and Mew is in play, like you can draw up to four or five, even six cards if you have a full suite of um of those fusion strikes in play. So that's pretty powerful in of itself. And then it has a pretty decent attack as well. Uh, let me pull it up here so I don't uh misnomer the text on it give me one second yeah so yeah, Genesect so gen- does 210 mm-hmm. damage for three yep. energy uh so you ra- rarely are you attacking with the Genesect because the Mew does it more efficiently but 210 is is pretty solid it you know, more or less KO's V Pokemon. I, You know, a majority of the V Pokemon that we're looking at these days have 200 or 210 hit points. You think of your Suicunes and your EVs, uh, even the Genesect has 210 or less HP. And then you supplement that with another standout card in the set the, uh, what is it called? The Power Tablet. Power Tablet, tablet. Yes. yes. The yes. Power Tablet, which is effectively an Electra Power for fusion strike pokemon so that yeah. very efficiently you're gonna knock out the two prize pokemon in the format and you can even you could climb to a one-hit ko on a v max pretty unlikely uh, but you're going to pretty consistently be attacking them for high amounts of damage you do need mm-hmm. to switch out of the active every turn to keep using the attack um but i think it's like a fair trade for such an efficient you know engine the Mew only needing those two energy oh for sure um and of course like psychic type pretty good coverage plus having the the metal option with genesect isn't bad either you know no. it hits things like ice rider for weakness uh which has started to get more and more popular in the recent days of the metagame uh so i i think that the deck is pretty good you know you can't hate on being a psychic pokemon it does have some flaws Uh, Namely, it is Dark (laughs) Week, which is not great. Sure. uh, Especially as we've seen kind of the rise of single strike decks. And there's actually another single strike Pokemon that we'll be talking about shortly here, which will definitely prey on Mew. (laughs) Yes, no doubt. Um, But I think it's a pretty solid archetype. It's going to be very consistent because you have the Genesect to consistently be drawing you those cards. Uh, you have a pretty low maintenance attacker with the mu v max and you can get a little tricky if you want like people tend to like those kind of toolboxy kind of decks uh so you can play things like the fusion strike latias in there and you know sneak sure. in a 70 damage uh, jw and i were just talking about this before the cast and you, know, you can sneak in like a 70 damage uh, on another v max they can't hit into your Mew without gusting and then yep. you can follow it up with the Genesect attack to get like a very clean two hit knockout, um, sure. Which seems great to me, sure. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's the kind of deck that people tend to like. People really like the toolboxy decks. People like the Mew cards historically. Um, I definitely see it having a big impact on the on the game.
1: Now, do you feel like the deck? Uh, can survive with uh, without any type of energy acceleration? or are you adding cards into the deck to try to, you know get multiple energy in one turn out of nowhere?
0: Yeah, I think there needs to be some amount of energy acceleration most likely to to really keep the deck alive just that so, you know, many of these decks have something that they can do or can have an attack that's more efficient than than two attachments. Um, so, Some options definitely exist in that space. One of them that's built into the set is Elisa's Sparkle, which you choose two of your Fusion Strike Pokemon and attach a Fusion Energy to both of them. Uh, So that can get you some energy into play. Now, granted, that is a supporter, but it's a little less impactful to use your supporter to get those attachments out when you have things like the Genesect to draw you cards.
1: Right, right. Absolutely. That's a really good point. Really good point that you have that built-in draw, so it allows you to play those alternate yeah. supporters. And I mean, we've seen that. You know, uh, I I hate to bring up Zorak GX, but that's the exact same thing as Zorak GX, right? Where you're, mm-hmm. you know, maybe able to play that Hex Maniac for the turn, which doesn't draw any cards, or you're able to play that. Uh, I don't know what, what's another that that I don't know Guzma, whatever you know. But like, you get to draw those additional cards yeah. and still play a game-changing. Supporter, so uh, certainly a good option for the Fusion Strike deck. So you you already outlined a few Fusion Strike Pokemon that you would play in kind of this uh, this toolboxy Mew deck. Are there any other Pokemon you would look to play, or is it very limited at this point in time?
0: Um, I think there's still kind of a gap in good Fusion Strike attackers. You could play the Deoxys, I guess, as like a somewhat more efficient way to do like chaos on one prizers and things like that the deoxys does 80 plus 80 if it has a fusion strike energy on it um yeah. so that's like an okay option but really i think you're you're largely focusing on the genesect and the Mew with the latias as maybe an option um and that should be enough to get you there in a, in a lot of games there's not a ton of great fusion strike attackers at the moment you know, in sure. my opinion
1: yeah for sure. But it does, I mean, they did give it enough tools, right? We, we have Fusion Strike as, you know, it's it's the first time that it gets an archetype, right. right? So, like, but they did build it up enough that, at the very least, it, it it's interesting, right? It's not something that we've immediately oh, yeah. dismissed. Uh, the Electro Power, you know, kind of plus, <laughs> plus uh, 30 damage is, is always historically been... Quite good, so the Power Tablet's there uh, as Fusion Strikes. Um, very good. You know We Agreed. do have some way to accelerate energy. Uh, we have a Pokemon that can copy a bunch of different attacks. We have built-in draw. So there's a lot of things that are going for it. But I will say, a lot of these things are things that we also said about Rayquaza VMAX.
0: It's true. Um, <laughs> granted, I think the, the Mew deck has some boons and some banes relative to Rayquaza. Um you know, it has definitely a worse like weakness situation going on, uh, which is unpleasant. Um, I'd also say the mu deck is probably a little bit more vulnerable to path to the peak uh, because sure. the geneseek drawing you cards is like such an essential part of your game plan. Sure. Um, and the Mu deck maybe is more vulnerable to energy disruption um although i would say the ray deck is actually more vulnerable than you would expect to energy disruption <laughs> yeah um but you know on the flip side like ray has that one hit ko potential if it does get set up and uh it has that like more aggressive draw engine than Mew, uh where you yeah. can just plow through your whole deck in a couple turns
1: oh definitely <laughs> definitely very I good. do think so, Mew
0: is better than Ray, though, I, to be <laughs> I, clear. I think, you're, to I be think clear. you're right. Yeah, yeah, for the record. For the record,
1: yeah, Mew is probably uh, better than Ray. But um, we've talked about, you know, maybe the premier archetype. Now let's get into a secondary archetype that they've also built into the, uh, the, the set as a counter to Mew. And that is, of course, Gengar VMAX. So Gengar VMAX has a couple of attacks. First one very energy efficient two energy panic fear 60 damage this attack does 60 more damage for each of your opponents pokemon v and pokemon gx in play so our pardon me pardon me 60 times 60 times Uh, and then it has a, a secondary attack g max engulf this pokemon cannot attack during your next turn does 250 damage for three energy but it is a single-strike Pokemon, so you will be able to utilize the Houndoom for some energy acceleration. Also boosting that damage, it seems like a really good uh, option for our single-strike decks. We've oh, yeah. historically been relying on the Umbreon. You know, we like the Umbreon because it can gust on the uh, the Evolve into the VMAX. But uh, what do you think makes Gengar worth playing over the Umbreon?
0: I think, I think they'll probably have <laughs> different decks, or I could also see the Gengar replacing the Urshifu in some people's versions as well. Um, I think it occupies a closer space design wise to the Urshifu, where it's trying to get those big knockouts, uh, whereas Umbreon is more about the gust and hitting for weakness. That said, uh, the real boon of the Gengar is that it's just so, so efficient with its attacks. Um, the two energy attack in a single strike deck is basically unheard of, and I mean, all you need is either attach, attach, or attach Houndoom, which is a very low maintenance ask.
1: That's that's that, yeah, that's that's quite good because we think about um, you know, the Umbreon as being very efficient to do, you know, to be able to take one sh- one hit KOs on at least opponents Pokemon V. And if you get, you know, let's say you get two Houndoers down on turn one and you get an energy attachment off, you know, or, or you get the one Houndoer out off yeah. on, on the turn one and then you get, you know, crushing hammered or you don't find that first energy, then you have no route to getting a turn to attack.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. The Gengar is just so efficient um, yep. and it's obviously going to plow through <laughs> things like Mu VMAX where you literally are needing to bench multiple V and V-Max Pokemon, but you're getting hit for weakness there um, for two energy. That's just really brutal. Um, But you also have that 250 damage, which is like okay by itself, but with single strike energies, you can really reach with that. Like you can get to the 310 just for fulfilling the attack cost with single strike energies, which is a knockout on a fair amount of V-Maxes and then just with like one more if you happen to survive a turn or keep the energies in play uh you can get to 330 which pretty much knocks out any Vmax uh, with the exception of like Eternatus.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I could see this uh this Gangar Vmax single strike deck playing some kind of damage modifier like a vitality band. I mean we've we haven't we've I think since rotations happened, I don't think I've seen a single list with Vitality. Ban. Yeah, you I, think defi- about, I
0: definitely haven't, yeah.
1: You think about the numbers, right? 320 damage as opposed to, uh, you know, 320 damage with three single-strike energy as opposed to That's 330 true. damage with four single-strike energy. That's a pretty stark difference to have all four of your energy on one Pokemon to take those knockouts on your opponent's VMAX that have 320 health. So Vitality Ban, you know, we obviously have Zigzagoon. I don't really feel like in these single-strike decks you could fit. Inteleon, although that's probably the premier way to do a little bit of additional damage, but it'll be interesting to see what deck builders choose as their kind of
0: no. I'm with you, man. Potential and I damage think, augmenter. I think just the efficiency of Gengar is what makes it stand out. So in the matchups where you're hitting for weakness, you can just get that two energy as opposed to the three with Umbreon, and then for those big one-hit KOs, you're doing it for three as opposed to four with Urshifu. and you get to keep the energy. And you get to keep the energy. You have to and switch, but...
1: you could uh, Right. Well, you could play Single Strike Scroll of Scorn. You could. you know, And Gengar. also Urshifu
0: needs to switch anyway, if, even when it loses. Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, a lot to like with Gengar. Uh, if you're playing the Single Strike deck, Riley, are you playing it alongside of Umbreon? Are you playing Gengar just by itself? Like, how are you building the list?
0: Yeah, I don't know, to be honest. I feel like Gengar, you might want to just dedicate to itself because it almost feels redundant to also play the Umbreon. But I could see an argument for just, like, for taking, like, similar structured single-strike decks and replacing... Right. Or thinning out the Umbreon line and then replacing the Urshifu line with Gengar. Like, I could see that being a thing.
1: The the really nice thing about the Umbreon... Is that it has a different weakness? It does, because, okay. which is which so, is
0: good. It's always really nice to have those like same typed attackers with different weaknesses. It's just a
1: real dark deck.
0: Like, real dark. Everything is nefarious.
1: Just, <laughs> yeah, very nefarious for sure. <laughs> very nefarious.
0: So if you're so, feeling a little evil, Gangar VMAX Max is the deck for you,
1: <laughs> for sure. Speaking of evil, <laughs> I don't. That's a really bad transition. <laughs> I was gonna say like. Speaking of evil, let's talk about a Pokemon that, like, shoots you.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well,
1: well, uh, we got Inteleon VMAX, probably the other most uh, exciting card from the set. Inteleon VMAX with the double shooter ability. Once during your turn, you may discard a water energy from your hand. And if you do, put two damage counters on two of your opponent's bench Pokemon. Quite inability i would say for a stage one to have yeah and an attack g max whirlpool you may put an energy attached to this pokemon back into your hand if you do this attack does 70 more damage so has a base of 70 does 70 more damage potentially for a total of 140 a little lackluster comes in at two energy and it is a uh rapid strike pokemon so you could use rapid strike energy so yeah you could do it for one energy but like 140 not the greatest the ability is where this card shines so talk to us a little bit about inteleon v max right
0: yeah inteleon v max is really cool I, I think it fits really well into like existing inteleon type decks uh you know the inteleon VMAX decks that already are out there it's also really fun to me that you would play like a split of both the base Inteleon and the Inteleon VMAX. So you'd have like your Shady Dealings, <laughs> your sniping and in- rapid strike Inteleons, then you'd have your sniping Inteleon VMAX and your attacking base Inteleon VMAX. That's just like really fun to me. Um, yeah. You know, I think the attack, I could also see people trying to pursue something more. Of the new Intellion Vmax focused, where you would just like loop or rapid strike energies and snipe the bench. The one thing I just don't like about this card, which is maybe nitpicky, maybe not, is the fact that you can only hit the bench with its ability. Um, so I can see sure. the damage getting a little bit awkward with like the th- sure. the uh, the 140 um, on the active. Whereas if you're hitting once like if you're hitting 140 and then sniping 20 on the active. With your own ability that's a big difference versus the only the bench um granted it's maybe not a make or break for the card but it is something that i noticed when i was looking at it you know yep. to me if this card just fits really well with an intellion engine uh you could play it with the existing Vmax or by itself
1: yeah it's it's uh definitely an interesting card that i think you you know you highlighted it could go a lot of ways With deck building, you know, you, I, I, this card to me actually screams Cheryl.
0: Um, Yeah. You lose the rapid strike energies and you can Cheryl.
1: Exactly. And then you're sniping the whole time and you just accelerate or you get so much damage on the board with the, with the double shooter. And, uh, it feels very much like a little more concentrated version of Orbeetle Mm. where you're just sniping around in your opponent's bench and then you're, you know, hitting for like very, Minimal damage, but you're sharing over and over. Um, you know, obviously you can you can double quick shooter multiple times. So if you have a bunch <laughs> of switch cards, you can get a bunch of Inteleon in play uh, and and switch between them all, and potentially get you know eighty damage on two of your opponent's bench poke. all right There's just so much that you can do with this card. So it's true. Very I do
0: so, I do wonder a little bit like how you'll fuel that with the water energies, at least. Yeah, that's a good point. multiple turns in a row.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's a stretch, but just highlighting that it is possible.
0: Yeah. I do think you it can guarantee, possible. like, one Sniper turn with Training Court at the least. Um, and I also wonder, the deck's a, a little funny to me because, like, you want to attack with the sing- the Rapid Strike energies, but you also need to pay- play enough Water energy to Snipe. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, what is the split there? I'm sure someone smarter than me has started to figure that <laughs> out, but... Uh, yeah that would i would get like i would get dizzy like trying to figure that out
1: <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah, for sure yeah, a little dizzy so those are the top uh i would say the the standouts yeah in terms of the v max pokemon uh, in the set are there any other v max pokemon or pokemon v that you're really looking forward to that are outside of the top three not
0: really there's a couple of fun ones in there there's the Greedent, which is a great meme where if we're two energy, if you knock out a basic Pokemon with its 30 damage attack, you get to take extra prize cards. Uh, the challenge is, you know, that's 30 damage. <laughs> so, like, how are you going to do that? You do have Toy Catcher, I guess, to supplement that. Uh, yeah. So it's easy to gust the Pokemon that can get knocked out by a 30 damage attack. Sure. What would those Pokemon be? I think the problem is... Like, you need Inteleons to snipe things down to that threshold. Right. And they need to be basic as well. Um, so you're looking at, like, Sobbles. But the problem is by the time, like, you have Inteleons in play to snipe, they're not Sobbles anymore, you know? Right. So right. that's a challenge to me, which I am open to someone solving. For sure. There's also the, sure. the the um, the Chandelure which has the Poltergeist attack, very familiar (laughs) attack if you've been playing the Pokemon trading card game. Uh, It's a little amped up from some previous iterations. It does 70 damage for each trainer card in your opponent's hand. And it has a cool ability where your opponent can't attach tools from their hand. So their hand does get a little inherently clogged if they play tools um, to guarantee those trainers will remain.
1: Yeah, and most decks don't really play that many tools. You know, maybe a couple air balloon, maybe a tool jammer. Uh, maybe vitality band now I you know <laughs> who knows um but you know it is a nice little perk to have it's I gone. was looking at that card yeah. as as you know pretty fun because we've always had um these kind of poltergeist attacks in in format it seems ever since I don't know what 20, 2009 or something the gengar um these kind of poltergeist attacks have always persisted sometimes they've been really good sometimes they've been quite bad um and this one <laughs> this one feels on the spectrum little bit more on the good side just being able to do 70 damage i mean it's just more damage right so i could i could definitely see damage is good uh, this card this card you know seeing seeing some kind of play um any other any other v or v maxes i did want to touch on hoopa yeah v here uh so hoopa v is probably most notable for the ability to you know be two types so why don't you Mm -hmm. walk us through hoopa v
0: yeah so Hoopa V is both psychic and dark type which are both great types to be in terms of weakness coverage you got the Urshifus with the psychics you got the Muse and the Dragapults and the Shadow Riders uh, bless their hearts with the darks Um, so type coverage really good it hits 170 damage so it's pretty cleanly getting the knockouts on those V maxes Uh, for three energy it does the 170 and then you do 30 damage to one of your bench pokemon or yeah, three damage counters. Um, so uh, the problem I have with Hoopa is it's a little less efficient than, like, a Moltres for getting those energies. So it seems a little bit difficult to effectively power up. But it's if you have a way to power it up, it's uh, it has a really good coverage. So a great yes. tech card.
1: Yes, definitely. Definitely. Very good. Well, I think that is...
0: I do want to say uh... I feel bad for... <laughs> for Rillaboom and Cinderace for just uh, true. getting owned, <laughs> true, uh, you know, true. like Intalion got the good vmaxs twice, and they got <laughs> <laughs> they got owned twice. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, well, yeah, not much yeah. you can really say there. <laughs> get owned, besides get owned, for
0: sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: Definitely, definitely. Uh, something, something we'll want to watch out for. I think Rillaboom uh, and, and Cinderace might build up a grudge.
0: Yeah, the Cinderace themselves. stands are, are shaking and crying right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> definitely owned. Definitely owned. Well, it is time now for card of the day.
0: Yeah, uh, card of the
1: day. Card of the day. Yes, yes, yes. This is a card. I was thinking about it today, and I was like. I just I, this was one of my one of my cards that I got at like a garage sale, and it just stuck out to me as being. I think this was my first co- type of this card that I ever received. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it just it it it's one of those cards that sticks out to me.
0: It was a playable card back in the day. Many cards are playable.
1: <laughs> it was a playable card in a slew of you know tier one tier two decks i see i got second place at worlds second place at World. it um it's a special style of card and let's see and it was the last card printed for 10 years of this pokemon so the last iteration of it this specific card that was the last time it was printed for, you know, until now. Like we haven't seen another iteration of this card or this Pokemon, I should say, since it was printed. So that card is Heart Gold Soul Silver. Pichu.
0: Okay. I was gonna say Pichu.
1: <laughs> you were gonna say Pichu? Yeah. Nice. Okay, when you said yes, it Pichu. hadn't been
0: printed in a while, I knew it was either Mantyke <laughs> or Pichu. <laughs>
1: and Mantyke definitely didn't get second at world. So <laughs> yeah. Pichu is uh, is a really cute little baby pokemon in the HeartGold SoulSilver block. Um, what made it notable to me, again it was my first pre-release promo. And I didn't quite know that it was a pre-release promo until many years later <laughs> uh, because it had just this weird hollow pattern and the stamp on it. And I didn't, you know, I didn't go to pre-releases when I was first starting out. I just got this I think from a friend or you know, a garage sale or something. I, I got it some kind of back end way, right? Like I wasn't really going sure. after it. It just kind of happened to me. So I saw a heart, gold, soul, silver on it. Okay, that's interesting. And, uh, you know, went about my day, but pre release promo back in the uh, the early 2010s. So it's got a sweet sleeping face. As long as Pichu is asleep, prevent all damage done to Pichu by attacks. So this is a Poke body that many, well, all of the baby Pokemon of the day had. And it could create some really fun effects where nobody could attack <laughs> your babies because they were just staying asleep and they would be protected by the Pokebody. Sometimes and then where also nobody has... could
0: attack at all because both of their babies were asleep.
1: <laughs> that is so true. So true. And it also has a playground attack, which is one of the more sportsmanlike attacks <laughs> in the game, Yeah, I would say. So each player may search his or her deck for as many basic Pokemon as he or she likes, put them onto their bench and shuffle his or her deck afterwards. I'm reading it now. It's very interesting that they used his or her because they say it four times.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like the phrase his or her. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Each player may search his or her deck for as many Pokemon as he or she likes, put them onto his or her bench and shuffle his or her deck. out. Like (laughs) It's so weird. Anyway, a very nice attack playground. And uh, yeah get second place at Worlds in Ross Cawthon's The Truth List, which you can watch an in-depth video about on my YouTube channel. Nice plug. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of plugs, you're going to need one for when you buy our product. That's right, Manscaped. We are sponsored by Manscaped. And ladies and gentlemen, it is football season, and you know what that means. It means we're going for two here with manscaped (laughs) i figured you know i am so hyped for college football this week because my michigan state spartans are playing the u of m wolverines and they're both undefeated this is the first time it's happened since the 60s top 10 matchup in the spartan stadium i just i can't wait i when i was a kid in college i would love these games anyway blitz through the hairs of your balls, and it's never been easier. (laughs) Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by using the code TAGTEAM at manscaped.com, 20% off, 20% off, plus free shipping. We are sponsored by Manscaped, and we never ask for money. We do not solicit donations. We just ask that you go to manscaped.com, 20% off, plus free shipping. We actually got some new products. That's right. That's right. Did you have a chance to use the, uh, the newest product? That oh, you
0: I, I whacked some weeds, man, with the Weed Did Whacker. You? Yeah. Did so you? we got we've already talked about the, the Lawn Mower 4.0, how well it's treated our Pokeballs. But the the Weed Whacker is designed for those little ear, nose hairs, the, the things that are tough to get to. Uh, but oh, so annoying. And if anyone has ever looked up my schnoz, you'd know that I have a hairy one. So, being able to get up in there and clean her up feels good, man. Feels good. Yeah,
1: I, I actually struggle with, like, really long ear hair. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But my wife would have to, like, go up with the scissors and and clip them kind of one by one. And it would always be the most traumatizing thing because one slip of the finger, and boom, she's taken off a lobe. Well, not <laughs> but, but. uh So so nice yeah they sent some cologne as well which i think smells Super
0: great fresh yeah. and
1: then uh yeah this uh this uh, uh little little ear ear nose no, no you know clean up your nose pass I don't know
0: yeah turn <laughs> with <laughs> what's that <laughs> turn that provo pass into a nose pass <laughs> yeah, like.
1: for sure for sure so manscaped.com. use code tag team no spaces for twenty percent off plus free shipping, get those dangly woo bats in order. That's right, Manscaped.com, code tag
0: team. Make those duosians shine. Yeah, baby.
1: <laughs> Very good. Very good. So we're gonna go back to our set. We got fusion strike. Um, fusion strike talked about, of course, the highlights of the set. Let's talk about some of the kind of um, you know, Dark horses uh probably going to be one prize Pokemon. Are there any one prize Pokemon or just general Dark Horses that uh, you're looking at in this set as potentially either making an impact in our standard format, or maybe even being playable in something like the GLC format?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so there's one one prizer that I want to start off with that we haven't mentioned already that's part of the fusion strike engine actually and that's this miracle which lets you put two fusion strike trainer cards from your discard into your hand i I believe is exactly how it reads Mm -hmm. uh so that is obviously great especially when you compile that with the fact that we get some really cool fusion strike trainers like cross receiver and cross switcher um cross switcher basically functioning like custom catcher ask where if you play two two of them you get to gus but it's more of a guzma than a than a boss's orders um with the side effect that you don't get the draw when you play one of them and yeah. then cross receiver is a vs seeker if you play two of them at once so a smear goal like letting you basically get any of those effects a second time um or getting the the elisa from your discard pile to accelerate energy as well uh so that card's really good uh, another Interesting one prizer is the Huntail and Gorbis. Uh, So both of those stage ones that disrupt single strike and rapid strike Pokemon respectively. Huntail reducing the damage on single strike Pokemon by 30. And Gorbis when it's in play, rapid strike Pokemon, have no abilities, which sounds exciting on paper. And then you remember that Drizzile is not a rapid strike Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Right. So right. it's like not as good as maybe you would think it's still good, but <laughs> you know, blocks yeah. the artillery blocks, the, uh, Inteleon, yes. but it does not block the Drizzile and the shady dealings Inteleons. So sad. I feel like I've seen people like look at the Gorbis and get really excited about that. And then they run it back and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> So not that yeah, good, not that good, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there's also a couple of, of pretty fun cards out there. I I would love to see like a, a meme deck with the Deoxys where you're playing like mm. single strike energy and fusion strike energy and like getting this really high damage off of one pricer
1: <laughs> Sure, like I mean you could costs. you know it does it does 160 base uh-huh. if you have a fusion energy attached. So you know. What, uh, reasonably you could probably get 200
0: yeah 200 just to fulfill the attack cost for a one sure. riser is not bad um so that i, I think that's a, a good meme deck potential um Deoxys is also just like the busiest card i've ever seen especially got, that
1: pre-release promo. the
0: pre-release i was gonna say the pre-release is insane especially because the set is called fusion strike and the tag is also fusion strike <laughs> so you have a fusion strike stamp in the bottom left a fusion yeah. strike stamp in the top right <laughs> and yeah. then two other like single strike rapid strike stamps it's the most insane thing i've ever seen on a
1: card. yeah that's pretty crazy
0: Um, another good like a meme deck is the single strike hariyama where it has the guts ability where if it would be knocked out you flip a coin and if heads it survives with 10 hit points Uh, so i mean the meme potential is obvious there you could have just an infinitely living hariyama and it's single strike so it'll always do an okay amount of damage Uh, the attack on it is Kind of underwhelming. It's 100 damage, but, you know, three single strike energies on there. That's 160. Sure. Uh, sure. Two hit KO of VMAX and potentially not even get ko in response. Right. <laughs> Depending on how lucky you are that day. And I guess if your opponent doesn't Inteleon ping it the next turn <laughs> to knock it out. <laughs> maybe sure. you need a Gorbis in play. To for sure. That. That's great. So that's great. Uh, those are some fun ones that spring to mind for me. Yeah. Um, you know there's there's lots of other like I, I i keep saying this i love how they continue to print like the single and rapid strike so there's a lot of single and rapid strike cards that you can potentially look at none of them are, are too amazing uh you reference glc there is a excel gore mm-hmm. which is not good <laughs> in like a uh you know a pokemon trading card game context but in the glc uh the Excel Gore has for three energy it does one twenty, but if it moved to the active this turn it does one twenty for one, which yes. is very efficient, very good damage yep. in like a GLC format for sure. And it's got the Fusion Strike tag on it for some reason. You know, if, I don't know how it really fits into the Fusion Strike archetype, but for sure <laughs> you could p- sure. power it up with Power Tablet if you want to do some kind of crazy Excel Gore. That attack. is.
1: That is true.
0: Oh, and you could do that with the Deoxys deck I too. I was just thinking that though. Yeah, that just went in my head right now. Yeah, so you sure. could. The Deoxys deck seems like a good <laughs> meme to me. It seems like a fun <laughs> meme.
1: I mean, you could do 320.
0: You could. You could, Deoxys Deoxys. Like, you could do more than that. You could do 340, I guess, yeah. if you had all four single strike energy attached. would be but. 360 now.
1: 160 base plus four be 240. 360 right and then plus 120 yeah what did i say 340 340. yeah 360
0: yeah so that's fun i love that for deoxys (laughs) yeah i love that for him there's also a fun starmie it's a rapid strike pokemon and it has the attack star barrage where you discard any amount Mm -hmm. of water energy from it and Mm -hmm. for each card you discard that way so rapid strike energy does not count as two um, you get to choose a Pokemon, do 30 damage to it. It's very similar to Bronzong Break, if you've ever played with that card. Sure. Um I can see there being like a really fun deck with the Frost Moth where you accelerate to the Starmies and just spread everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's some really cool potential there. Yeah. Um there's a lot of very interesting cards in this set. Not a ton that blow my mind. One other one that I, I want to call out is the Dragapult. It does yeah. 30 damage for each of your fusion strike Pokemon in play. Obviously, it's psychic type, which is a pretty good weakness to hit with the bears. Um, The damage is okay. You know, with a full bench, you're doing 180 uh, because it counts your active Mm -hmm. Dragapult. I don't know if realistically you'd have a full bench of fusion strike Pokemon or not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But there's some potential there. It's a fun stage two. Yeah, for sure.
1: A few, a few of the Pokemon that uh,
0: that I want to call out as being, you know,
1: potentially Dark Horses. And you, you touched on a lot of them for sure. Uh, there's a Crabominable. Crabominable V with a uh, a meal attack. So That's true. Trigger,
0: yeah, I forgot about the Crabominable.
1: Trigger Avalanche. Discard the top two cards of your opponent's deck. Uh, probably the most noteworthy, you know, attack on the Pokemon. But it does have a Destroyer Punch attack that I don't think can be overlooked. Does 90 base. And uh, this attack does 60 more damage for each damage counter on your opponent's active. So the idea there would be, you know, you can swing twice and probably knock out your opponent's active, or get some, you know, Inteleon pings on there, and you know, just get it, get it rolling. So pretty decent attack uh, set of attacks, and, and certainly something that stall decks or mill decks will be looking to utilize. Speaking of mill and stall. There is a reprint in here that we have to talk about, and that's Judge. Yeah. Now, Marnie is quite good. We talk about the Marnie path strategy, but some of the failing of that is that you only play four Marnie, you know, you can only play four paths. So there are times where you're not going to have both of those in your hand at once. And it's certainly even less likely to have them both in your hand going, for, you know, on your first turn. So Judge possibly opens up an avenue for these kinds of disruption decks to set your opponent's hand at 4 and then pass them potentially out of the game. So what do you think about judge, Riley, in uh, in this upcoming format?
0: I think judge is okay. Um you know, I think more, Marnie offers a very similar space more or less. Uh, I think Marnie's a better card for the like the player who's playing Marney? because you get to dig um as opposed to shuffle draw like even just digging yep. four is better than shuffle draw four um but it's probably less disruptive to the opponent than judge um you know shuffle draw just if you ever shuffled your deck and drawn cards from it you know that things get weird <laughs> when that happens mm-hmm. um you know, if you ever played Cynthia as your opening supporter to start a game, you know yep. that shuffle draw is not always reliable. Um, well, so.
1: And I mean, we can snack the deck, right? That's one of the things about Marnie is that it's not the exactly. greatest. Exactly, you can play around Marnie more. Disruption. Right? Exactly. Exactly. You cannot play around the judge as as well.
0: Yeah, playing around judge is really you can only just thin your deck and hope that there is less bad cards that you draw whereas with marnie like you can play strategically with what you leave in your deck or you can stack your deck with a rangaroo or rotom phone and like Mm -hmm. force the draw a little bit more
1: or you can like intentionally leave cards in the deck that's what i'm saying like you can be thoughtful about what stays in the
0: deck not thinning stuff um out of it so that way it stays in. Yeah, stays
1: in the in the same order that yeah, you want. Yeah, I think
0: that's so. a good point. Like it's you can play around Marnie, maybe not always have the opportunity to, but you can, the options are there. Whereas with Judge, like you only have the ability to thin your deck of bad cards and hope that yeah. you don't draw them. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah. So I think honestly, I think Judge will probably be played in a lot of decks. I mean, it, it has that kind of you uh, think so. use. Yeah. I I mean Judge, I think as like a I think a
0: lot's off. maybe an overstatement, but I could see Judge seeing play.
1: I, I can see Judge seeing significant play. Okay. I'll say that. I'll okay. say that. Especially, especially in Dex of the Play Path.
0: Yeah. I will say a Judge path sounds awful. <laughs> For like <laughs> sure. ability focused decks, at least.
1: Um, other cards, we got the Cross Switcher. So, Cross Switcher, it's a. I combo. talked about Cross Switcher with the, the Smear Goal, bro. <laughs> Oh, you did. You did. You can you can bring it back, of course. And then we have cross receiver, <laughs> which is uh, uh, same thing. Play two of them, and uh, you can grab back a supporter. Uh, we also have the Pukimuku. The pukimuku is
0: fun. I like the Pukamuku.
1: Yes, Pukamuku with the ability, Pukamuku toss. It looks <laughs> which like a is turd, an awesome bro.
0: ability name.
1: <laughs> it looks like a turd, my guy. And you're tossing once, it. One well, perhaps once during your turn, if this Pokemon is in your hand, you may reveal it, put it at the bottom of your deck. If you do draw a card, you can't use more than one Pukamuku toss each turn. So we talked about this before on the cast, but just to rehash for people that may not have heard that previous cast, this Pukamuku is good for a couple of reasons. First reason, you're drawing cards. So it's essentially a free card. You know, you, you might just toss Pukamuku in a deck that you need, you know, you have 59 cards. You're like, ah, oh, what should I play, right? It's just that other little <laughs> yeah. draw. The other reason that you might play a Pyukumuku is that it prevents you from decking out. So if you have a deck that's ultra turbo that you find yourself towards the end of the game, getting to very low deck sizes, you might consider Pyukumuku to just guarantee you can draw through your entire deck, shove that thing back into the deck to make sure you have something to draw on the next turn.
0: Uh, Pukemuku does it draw itself if you put it on the bottom?
1: That's a great question. That is a great question.
0: I, <laughs> I guess think it wording, does. I think
1: I, it does. according to the wording, the translation. Okay, so you'd have to have one other card
0: in yeah. your deck, but but in any case, I do like it though. I still like it.
1: <laughs> it is it is a way to, you know, potentially not. It's it. a way to quickball
0: right. into a card, <laughs> even under path. Well, you could want... still
1: do that with a Ranguru though, right?
0: yeah i guess but like it's more like uh it's another thing that you can do you know
1: sure you could puke a and, and a rangaroo that's a two card advantage that's right it's quite good i my magic players out there <laughs> where are my magic players out there they're probably like <laughs> they're going wild right now you're going wild for they're it. drooling right now yeah. oh my gosh Two cards a little wild.
0: upstart goblin action for the Oh <laughs> folks in here <laughs>
1: for sure for sure so a lot of good cards in this upcoming set uh fusion strike is here my body is ready Uh, but there's also enough you know counter archetypes in the set i think uh, if i had to give a a general assessment on this set i think it will probably have less of an impact uh than evolving skies did on our metagame evolving skies Super big in terms of shaping what we have now. We got all the evolutions that just are dominating, you know, the 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 scene. And I think we'll see a little less impact from our fusion set. What do you think, Riley?
0: Yeah, I I think I would agree. The evolution decks are just a huge force in the metagame. I think the only real metagame shaper to come out of the format is Mew. Um, whereas you know, Gengar is a really solid pokemon it yeah. doesn't necessarily warp the metagame by itself in my opinion um and granted it might be really good and really popular and win a lot of tournaments but i think it occupies a similar design space at single strike mm-hmm. um, so mu is like the only like net new thing to happen in the format really um Whereas if you compare that to, like, Evolving Skies, we had a lot of really powerful Evolution decks. You compare that to Chilling Rain, where we had, you know, Shadow Rider and Ice Rider. You know, both of those are kind of, like, less popular now, but still really good cards like Melanie coming out of it. And then you have, like, Battle Styles further back, which, uh, you know, that was probably the most impactful set we've had in a long time.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, any last thoughts, Riley, on the Fusion Strike set? Any any parting words of wisdom? Any uh, kind of make sure to pick these cards up before they skyrocket in value, or stay away from these other cards because it probably won't pan out at the prices that uh, they will be pre-selling for. Any thoughts?
0: Yeah i I think the set is good. Invest in it if you are interested in any of those archetypes, particularly like Mew will will be solid i think if you are on the fence about it as like a deck that you want to play you can probably hold off because i imagine the prices will drop pretty dramatically on things like that as um as people realize that like single strike is still probably the best deck
1: (laughs) yeah definitely definitely well good i think that wraps up our cast riley
0: i think it does man it's always a pleasure
1: Absolutely. So if you enjoyed this cast,
0: then check out manscaped.com.
1: Well, yeah. (laughs) Check out manscaped.com. Co tag team, 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, But you can find a whole catalog of other stuff, you know, on YouTube, on uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, please make sure if you are able to leave a rating and a review of the cast that does a couple of things. First, it helps other people know what to expect when they click on the podcast and also it gives us a little bit of feedback to say like hey you're doing really well i really enjoy your cast that makes me feel good and uh, <laughs> and that's nice and if you say <laughs> and if you say ah you know this episode wasn't that good because xyz then it gives us a little bit of feedback that we can go on and uh, and improve upon. So please make sure to review us if you have the opportunity. We film live every single Wednesday over at twitch.tv slash Munner. That's Riley's channel. And I also have a Twitch channel where I stream every Monday and Friday. Twitch.tv slash Daddy Righteous. Have a YouTube of the same name. I have, uh, we both have Twitter. So Twitter at real John Walter for myself at smiles with Riles for Riley and at tag team Pokemon for the podcast. Anything I missed?
0: No, you, you know, you don't usually take the, the final <laughs> send off. So you did a good job. You did a good job. Well, yet. thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. Leave me a, uh, a review of my
0: final. Send-off. Know, leave a long, eloquent review guys. We want three, four paragraph reviews.
1: Kind of like, I I mean, I'd like an Iliad. or yeah. Odyssey. Blank.
0: I want, I want at least like the five-paragraph structure right. You got the intro, the three yeah. argumentative paragraphs, and the closing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if you could do a five-paragraph structure review for us, that would be great. If you can't, a couple sentences is fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure. For sure. It really helps us out a lot. So thank you all so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.
0: Peace. See ya.